mean? Sorry, I had to finish singing to myself. Okay. Hi. I got a blanket for Easter. Oh, yeah. Happy Easter, everyone. Happy Easter. My parents are at work. And I got a blanket. I had to do an egg hunt that took way too long. I did nothing. I'm doing nothing. (laughs) I'm sitting on my floor with my cat. Anyway. Our first game review was Little Nightmares 2, but now Little Nightmares 1. Yes. You know, I'm the only person would. We did the new one. We'll do the original now. <laughs> that's that's an order, yeah. right? Yes, that makes very According much sense. According to what we said last time, we think it's a prequel, so that makes sense. Okay. Oops. I haven't I haven't played the game. I have. He has. Ah! Zip. Zip. So, but I've seen the game. I've seen it multiple times. I know the basis of it. Give a, you give us the rundown. Um. So basically, um, you're playing as six. You know how you were playing as Mono in Little Nightmares Two. You're playing as six this time. Um. So you six wakes up in like an alley in a ship. Um, well, you don't really find out it's a ship until later. Um, and, and you have to escape, um, by, um, like, going through the whole ship. And I think, like, and it's kind of hard, for me at least, because I was not good at it. I, I have no big brain. I have a smooth brain. Same. Okay, so you say what you wanted to say. What was I going to say? What were you going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, I think... I feel like just from me watching it, Little Nightmares, the original one, um, it seems easier than the second one. Yeah, it was but- way easier than the second, but it was still kind of hard for me because I am not really good at puzzle solving. But obviously, I've played the second one multiple times, so that's pretty easy. Um, also, there's a DLC. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Broke my heart. Yeah. For real, though. Do we want to go over um, Six's story first, or do we want to go over the DLC? Let's go. Let's go over Six. Okay. So, basically... Yeah, you wake up in a suitcase. So you know, um, in Little Nightmares Two, where, um, uh, where, uh, six, where six, uh, not, okay, okay. So where, uh, distorted six is with her music box, and um, in that, in the suitcase, like behind her, or the one that she's sitting in, um, the one that has the the hammer in. Yeah, uh, she wakes up in that. Yeah, it's a nice callback to the first game.
Oh, uh, well, yeah. And um, what makes um, what makes six wake up is a dream about um, uh, she waking she wakes from she wakes up from her dream of a woman resembling a geisha. Yeah, like she's the main antagonist. Has a lighter. An oil lighter, I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's talk about the monsters. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, basically... Wait, that's the... I'm on the wiki page. Because I like reading off the wiki page. Okay, so there are a lot of um, monsters. And let me find it. (sighs) Where is it? I lost my volleyball. No, not the volleyball. Not Oikawa. That hurt. Uh, oh, okay. Um, so, the, so there are a lot of um, monsters, but the main one uh, would be the lady, aka the. What the heck? My my iPad is at one percent. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, so um, the main monster would probably be the lady, um, or like the the geisha lady, um, six saw in her dream. So yeah, that's like the main monster. Eek. Um, there's also the janitor. Let me find him. There he is. His name is Roger. 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 Um, he's the first antagonist of the Maw. Um, and and he's also in um, uh, he's also in Secret. Wait, no, hold on. I think he's in like another game too. He's in the DLC. Yeah, yeah, he's in the DLC. Um, he appears briefly in the prison and is the main antagonist of the lair and the hideaway in the DLC. He's also known as the Impossible Man for some reason. Oh yeah, he also appears in Very Little Nightmares. He's an Easter egg. Oh, oh yeah. Um, uh, for when you first encounter him, the the janitor can see can be seen dragging a cage. Um, uh, yeah, when six is heading toward the prison, the second time the janitor appears when six enter enters the children's bedroom where she will have to hide from him. 
and like um, when Six begins to starve for the first time, for the second time, second time, she finds a raw piece of meat in a trap, which is presumably bait for the escaped children or rats. Unfortunately, the janitor was nearby and so lured the girl into a cage and carried her into a room with many other captured children in cages. He drags one of them away. And that's when Six escapes from her cage. And also, I think the runaway kid is also in one of those cages. I think he's the one that gets dragged away. Oh, yeah, I think he is that one. He busts out of, like, the wrapping. Yeah, he does. And he bangs his head off. (laughs) Poor kid. That was sad. I'm popping bubble wrap. That's nice. Um, and um, when uh, well, she soon uh finds the janitor in a room where he is wrapping up limp kids. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, the floorboards in this area creak and trigger him. He uh, begins looking around. Six gets to the next room and turns into a turns a crack and t- what? And turns a crank <laughs> to escape down a chute. However, uh, her escape did not go unnoticed. The janitor notices the, the disappearance of Six and tries to catch her by ambushing her outside of the area where the chute ends. He chases her into an elevator. Oh, this is my favorite part. Oh, God. Um... Uh, he chases her into an elevator where he closes the door behind him to prize around the room, hoping to find her. Upon hearing the gnomes, the janitor exits the elevator and hears a strange and, and enters a storage room where he hoards toys, dolls, and other miscellaneous items. I can't believe I read that word. I'm so smart. I'm going to be honest. Even just watching like the whole all the scenes with the janitor made me stress out just watching them. Oh, yeah. My favorite part is a different part with a different elevator. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah. Um, Six distracts him with the noise of a toy monkey and climbs up the chest of drawers to enter the vents. But the janitor once more goes to the next area to search for her, entering a room where he stores grandfather clocks. These clocks ring at specific intervals, deafening the janitor and allowing Six to get to the next area of his personal library. He comes here as well for an unknown reason and feeling the shelves, narrowly missing Six. She gets a crank she needs to, she needs to progress. To distract the janitor, she needs she turns on a TV, but the janitor realizes uh, she is nearby once more. He begins feeling around the ventilation for her, um, but the noise of a rat makes him realize he missed her. He drives into a, he drives her into a laundry room. A massive door closes down on a cage and begins to crush it. The jan oh this is my favorite part. Oh God. Um. Yeah. Uh, the janitor pokes his arms through the gaps to find her. The protagonist notices this and pulls out several rods from the cage, and the sudden slam of the door slices the janitor's arms clean off. 
For a brief moment, the janitor's screams can be heard from behind the door. The janitor is never seen again after that. It, it is believed that he either died of blood loss or died due to not being able to access food or water. So that was my favorite part. Yeah, that was my favorite part. LMAO. Where the janitor dies. That is my favorite part. Oh, yeah. Okay, so do we want to move on to the next monster? Yes. Or yes. Monsters. Monsters. Um, ooh. I like these. Okay, ready? Hey, let me find them. Okay. Okay, so the twin chefs. Uh, they're... Well, there's more than two chefs, but we're just gonna go on to the, the twin chefs. Um, <laughs> you don't have to make fun of them. Yes, you do. No, on the wiki it says the, t- the twin chefs are a pair of obese humanoid monsters. They're not wrong, okay? Okay, but you had to come. Okay, let's just move on. Obese. Obese. Who are almost identical in appearance. Both have almost toddler-like proportions with stubby legs and thick sausage-like arms. That's a toddler. (laughs) Why was that sentence funny to me? That's Brody as a baby. Brody as a baby. Now look at him now. Mmm. Brody was a f- uh, baby. What? <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> he was a fat baby. Uh, with pudgy fingers. Oh yeah. <laughs> the skin of which is heavily color cup cup. Okay, for colours. For real though, my most likely from. Huh? For real though, my house smells like smoke. I don't like it. You smoke. I don't want to be. Most likely from years of cooking and dishwashing. They also have um, small but protruding ears and short, greasy brown hair. Greasy hair. (laughs) No, they have greasy brown hair. They still got the word greasy in there. Greasy hair. Greasy hair. Haha, <laughs> 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 greasy hair. You're like Ethan and my mom. Both wear tall white chef's hats and white uniforms with aprons spratt- splattered with blood and filth. Sounds like along with blue trousers and brown shoes. Man got the drip. They got the drip. What can I say? They got the drip. Um, the twins, I mean, yeah, the twin chefs are first encountered in the kitchen of the mall, where they presumably prepare food for the guests. Following her escape from the blind janitor, Six spots one of the chefs in the distance as she arrives in the kitchen area for, on a meat hook. 
quickly hiding from the chef from the chef as he goes about his work while fetching a key to the meat locker from the chef's bedroom. Um, Six inadvertently wakes up in the chef's up the chef's twin brother, but manages to hide from him as well. Um, eventually, Six arrives in the busboy area. That's a funny word. But it is um, discovered climbing a pile of dishes and hunted down. Six jumps and hangs onto a meat hook, going away from the kitchen. As a last-ditch attempt, the twins begin to throw wine bottles at Six. But their poor aim isn't enough, and Six finally escapes them. Rip, jeez. Poor aim. Sounds like me. LMAO. I'll be right back. Later as... Okay, I'll keep yeah, on keep doing this. Later, as Six makes her way through the guest area, one of the twins arrives in an elevator and chases her to a nearby bathroom. which he fails to find her, he leaves in frustration. After which, um, she leaves the bathroom, noticing the chef chopping up meat in a nearby kitchen next to the elevator. Neither of the twins are seen again at, for the remainder of the game. Um, oh yeah, the chefs are quite fast too. Uh, um, and okay, so fun fact, since I played the game, um, if, so when you escape the janitors by going through a meat locker that goes away from the kitchen, um, um, if you don't like let go of the meat, of the meat hook immediately, then, um, Uh, da, da, da. then if you let go, like, if you don't let go as soon as you, like, leave the area, then, um, when you let go of the meat, um, the janitors clean up the the chefs. Yeah, they'll get you because they're really fast. So that's what happens if you don't let go too fast. That's what happens if you don't let go. So yeah, you'll die. Ooh. Um, there's a sound file from there's a sound file cut from the game, which which shows that initially the chefs. Could break Six's neck if she fell into their hands. What? Hold on, let me see this video. A creepy image. Hold on. These are. These are ugly noises. These are ugly noises. Ew. That's what they're like.
Coughs, breeds. They breathe weird. But where is the part where they kill six? They sound like they're pooping. This is pain for me. Ew. <laughs> That's what you sound like. Why do they wheeze when they cough? That was not coughing. That was puking. Oh, there it is. Jesus. Yep, they can break her neck. It has been confirmed. That was a gruesome noise. Okay, moving on. Um, I'm gonna go over the, hmm, who else is, um, who else is a freaking, the hunter, that's in the whole name, the guests, oh my god, guest one, guest two, Guess three. There's a lot of them. <laughs> Harry, Megan, Piggy, Patton. What? Several dead. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, the guests appear as massively obese humanoid creatures with slumpy limbs and fat, misshapen heads. Their bloated figure faces appear to be almost deflated or melting. With bulging cheeks, flabby jowls, and slash or sagging neck folds. <laughs> this is funny. A lot of them wear simple button-up coats stretching tightly over their corpulent guts. How do they have to go into such detail? Oops. Um... Hold on. Um, okay, yeah. 
and some can be seen wearing dress hats or white masks, similar to Japanese kabuki masks. The, the males all appear completely bald, while all the females have hair styled into neat buns. Wait, is that true? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, the guests are first encountered in the guest area of the ma. They sit at tables and shove as much food as they can get up, as they can get their hands on <clears throat> down their own greasy gullets, including six if they catch her. Some guests, upon spotting six, will fling themselves from their chairs to chase her, crawling across the floor until they are physically stopped. The guests are so consumed with their hunger that they are willing to kill or die for food. Some guests will fling themselves from high ledges and try and reach six or trample each other. <clears throat> Upon spotting six, they will immediately stop eating and crawl after her, persistently chasing and attempting to consume her above all else. One guest on the higher table to get six. I'm back. You're back. I finished um I finished the twin chefs. Now I am on to the guests. Wait, can you hear me? Hello. Okay. Um that they are willing to kill or die for food. Some guests will fling themselves from high ledges and try and read oh I read this. Um, one guest even tosses. Hello? Oh my god. Sir? Okay. Um, one guest even tosses an entire table to get six. Um, for the first time, guests begin to attack in one of the dining areas. What? Hold on. Sitting at a table, they will pull the six hand, the six, what? To the side, if they catch it, they will immediately pull her and pull her into their huge mouth. (laughs) When the guests fall to the floor, they begin to crawl after six. In this case, they can either... uh, uh, They can either...
This is gross. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, my God. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Jeez. This is gross. Oh, what? I want you to know that. Hmm. All the guest voice clips. Sniffs, hiccup, and snores. <gasps> Creepy guest moans that you can hear from a distance. That's nice. Yep. Let me, hold on. A few amb- ambition eating noises. Okay, I'm done with this. Uh, okay. I am moving on. I am moving on. I am not doing this anymore. Okay. Um, there. Oh, this is only in the DLC. Wait. DLC. DLC. The eyes. The fat kid. Um, I think that's all for okay. Yeah, um, the guest, uh, the granny, the granny, um, the granny, as her name suggests, is a what the heck? My iPad just exploded. Nice. Um, okay, anyways, ah! Look at my girlfriend. Stop exploding. That resembles an old woman. Her her physique is very lanky with long bony arms, bony limbs, and saggy. And her wrinkled face bears two types sunken eyes and a long, a wide, crooked grin full of crooked teeth. Me. Her long, dark, gray hair is thin and sparse with, with the top of her head completely bald. Her skin is pale and waxy, and she wears only the tattered remains of a thin, brownish-gray dress. Me. Um. Oh yeah, she's only in the DLC. Yeah, I said that already. I think. Um, the what? granny quickly remains out of view. Her indication of movement being, um, a rippling motion to the surface of the water, followed by a bubbling growl that grows louder as the granny approaches the player. Oh, well, this is... Okay, hold on. I forgot to mention this. Um, when the runaway kid descends into an open drain, he enters the depths where the granny lives. That's the um, that's the name of the chapter, the depths. Depths. Oh, my God, I can't say that right. Um, she lives... She begins to follow the boy swimming after and attempting several times to pull him under. However, when the boy almost reaches the exit from the depths... The granny becomes aggressive and destroys the deck he is standing on to force him into the water. However, the runaway kid pushes the TV into the water, electrocuting the granny. I had a lot of trouble on that part. Um, 
The granny typically remains out of view, her only indication of movement uh, being a rippling motion on the surface of the water, followed by a bubbling growl that grows louder as the granny approaches the player. Granny lives in a, s- a large hall flooded with water, which cannot be drained. Dang. Usually, <laughs> Usually she remains out of sight, um, making yourself known as the only ripple, as only a ripple on the surface of the water, accompanied by bubbles and a gurgling growl, which becomes louder as she approaches the runaway kid. The granny cannot harm a player if he is not in the same body of water as she is. Knowing this, the player can move between floating objects or objects without fear that granny will grab him. In any case, granny can try to successfully push, test, break, bu- push, break, or sink objects in order to push the player back into the where she can success where she can reach him. Um, the runaway kid will not be able to escape from granny in the water. Yeah. Granny way the granny is way faster than you. Fast old lady. Um, this is a theory about her. She's her wiki is kind of short, so I'm gonna read some theories. There's only one. <laughs> There's only one. By the description of the depths chapter, the granny the granny was presumably once the governess of the maw. She may have been evicted, ending up in the sewers after being overthrown by the current governess. Alas. Alias the lady. The granny shares some similarities with the Karen from the game, the um, uh, from the game Amnesia, The Dark Descent by um, fic- fictional games, as they are both creatures restricted to the water and can be distracted by tossing body parts of as bait. If the player is too hard, is the whoa! If the player is too far from her, the granny will teleport towards the player. If the players, if the granny seems to be similar to the shoe monster and the dump monster encountered in the main game, and very little nightmares, uh, respected, respected, uh, what, respectic, respectively, respectively. Why do I have so much trouble on respectively? Oh. <laughs> And I think that's that's it for the granny. She died. LMAO. Um, there's also a few people that were that were in Little Nightmares One but weren't really seen. And I uh, I think one of them is the fairy man. Hold on. Yeah, there's pictures of him. Yeah, there's pictures of him. The fairy man, or a shadow, or the shadow is an anti-villain. Whoa, really? On a fairy? On a fairy? Whoa. No, 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 no. Uh, he's an anti-villain in, the, in Little Nightmares. His job is to search the globe to hunt down children and bring them to the maw. Yes, very anti-villain. Yes, very anti-villain. And he does all this on a little tiny boat. My little boat. He searches the globe on a little tiny boat searching for children. Man goes around the globe. Jeez. Tiny boat. Tiny boat. That's all he appears in the 2017 Little Nightmares comic. Oh, so he's not really seen in the game. He's just there. In the comics. 
Um, there's not, though, not much is known about him currently. And to have the power shift, the power to shape shift, as he is able to disguise his sister, um, of one of the children from the comic. He does not appear to hold ill to hold ill to hold ill will ill will towards the children, and perhaps perhaps may even be trying to help them as seen when he rescues a child from the North Wind. What the heck is the North Wind? We'll never know. What the heck? Um, in the comic, the North Wind was hunting down a young child and his sister. They hide in the barn, but the North Wind found them. They began taunting the refugee boy. The refugee boy! By mocking his courage and then showing... Hold on, let me show you the refugee boy. Hold on. Uh, let me just read this real quick. Um, and then um, and then showed a skeleton of his sister, proving that she was already dead for a long time. And the ferryman was next to the kid all this time. The ferryman rescued the boy, taking him to the ma, and left the north wind in raid. Hold on. Ah! What did I just do? Okay. The, um, the refugee boy. Where is he? There he is. There he is. He has only been, a, I think he's only appeared. Uh, Little Nightmares comic series. Oh, he's an Easter egg in Very Little Nightmares. Oh. Um, he is a little tall. He is taller than six. Everyone is. <laughs> Everyone is. Has black hair. He wears a dull brown shirt and a pair of gray pants. He wear um, yeah. Sounds familiar. No, he wears a dull brown cloak with a pointy hood. Wow, we were so close. We were so close. Um, uh, I think we should just talk about um. Oh, actually, we haven't finished six yet. Hold on. Um, <laughs> we haven't finished six. Um, so basically, uh, after the guests, you go to um, the bedroom of um, the geisha lady. And um, basically, you have to go into her closet. Actually, you have to just... And you go into a secret room, and you pick up a mirror that is not damaged. No, no damage, no crack. Um, the rest of her mirrors are damaged because she does not like her face for some reason. Um, and the mirror, which you have to... So, okay, so basically the gist of it is that there's a circle of light. Go to circle said circle of light. Yeah, yeah, go to go go to said circle of light and you have to hold the um mirror and the geisha lady um she will like circle around um the said circle of light and you have to kill her with the mirror. And then like smack you don't have to like beat her with it. You have to um you have to like show her her face, and then she's like, "Now," and she and then, died. And then you drain her of her power. 
And then when you go to leave the mall, there will be guests that there will be guests that will try to kill you again. But guess what happens? She six brains them of their life. LMAO. Um, and they die, and that's when Six escapes the mall. So yeah, and that's also where the game ends. Six can die for all I care. For real. Please <laughs> kill her. Um. Yeah, and that's it for six. So let's do the runaway kid, which is is the main protagonist of the DLC. His story is kind of sad. Um, the runaway kid was about was around the size of six. Uh, what the heck? What? With a similar lean build, both being scrawny and thin, he wears a blue hoodie like garment. With a collar around his neck. Really? I thought it was only Rose. Wait, what? I thought we had... What? Um, And a long slate blue pants. He also has a metal cuff with a broken chain wrapped around his right ankle. He has um, short dark brown hair with long bangs that completely cover his eyes. Only revealing a tiny mouth and nose. His feet and hands are bare like six. He possessed no items until finding a flashlight, which he used repeatedly throughout his adventure. It is presumed that he puts it in his pocket when not in use. Big-ass pockets. And those, are, those must be big pockets. That's the thing. Here, here's the thing with Mono. Like, he, ha- he, he, he had a key he, holder, but where did he keep all those hats? Sense. Like, Man, his ass- pockets. Yeah, monos actually make sense. Except for the hats, you know? Yeah. Where do you put those? Did he wear them all at once? Like other characters in the Little Night... Um, uh, the, which, like other characters in Little Nightmares, the runaway kid does not... His personality is shown through his actions. Similar to Six, he has a strong desire to escape the Maw. The kid is a proficient puzzle solver. Well, I'm not, so I slowed him down. (laughs) Repeatedly shown to crack codes and solve puzzles with perseverance. Not me. He also is not afraid of harming others as as an act of self-defense. Shown him by electrocuting the granny with a TV. And later, he battles the Shadow Kids, burning them with his flashlight. That part was really, really hard. Just so you know, that part was extremely hard for me. You see, I'm giving the Runaway Kid a free pass on, you know, hurting people. Because, like, it's not like he killed Mona. It's not like he killed Mona. It's not like he was six and fucking ate him. <laughs> At least he didn't eat anybody. <laughs> like six did. Like, like someone. Like someone which whose name starts with an S and ends with an X. That could go either way. And is a number. Better. <laughs> Better. Um... 
Uh, however, unlike Six, he is more than willing to work with others in order to escape. This is yes. when he reunited several gnomes. This was my favorite chapter. Um, to fuel the furnace in order to get out of the hideaway, which is the name of the second chapter. He's a team. He's a team worker. Teamwork. Uh, like Six, the runaway kid is a proficient climber and can run for substantial long periods of time. How athletic are these kids? What the heck? They're so skinny. How do they do this? How are they stronger yeah, than me? It's probably like an equivalent to them. Mono, Mono, though, like for real. Lift a whole locker off himself. Yeah, he lifted a whole locker. These kids are tough. What? No, don't worry. Okay, I will. I will. Anyway, anyway, anyways. Um, as demonstrated in the first chapter of the Deaths DLC, the runaway kid begins to escape to his escape without any object to eliminate his traces of the mob. But when he begins to follow a girl who managed to escape from the prison, he finds her lost flashlight. I'm assuming that girl died. LMAO, yeah. Um, and the runaway kid can deflect um, light anywhere. In the chapter, the residents, with the help of a flashlight, the hero receives protection from the shadow kids by burning several of them. Depths, the hideaway, and the residents. That's the third chapter. Yeah. Okay, so the, the depths is the first. Uh, the hideaway is the second. And the residence is the third. Um, the runaway kid wakes up on the top of the elevator after being knocked out by the lady in the previous chapter. He climbs to... Wait, hold on. Hold on. What the... Um... Yeah, okay, um... This is... You know how he comes, uh light the furnace yeah so basically um that that will help um my kid um escape um because um, it's like an elevator or like almost uh-huh. um, he soon finds the furnace room which numerous gnomes use at the hideout the runaway kid shines his flashlight on them the gnomes have shadows of children revealing that they are just kids the runaway kid jumps on top of an elevator, which leads to the ladies' quarters. As the elevator begins to ascend, it is revealed that the lady is there. With a slow nod, the lady pans up to look at the ceiling of the elevator, signifying that she knows the kid is there. Um, the runaway kid wakes up on top of the elevator after being knocked out by the lady in the previous chapter. He climbs to the side and swings on the elevator rope, which boosts him toward a vent. He eventually falls out into the residence. The runaway kid then sneaks past the lady into the main area. This kid is tasked with dangerous puzzles to reach the next room. He will have to grab three statues in order to be able to go towards the next area. When two of the the, um, statues are put in place, the... What? The... The lights turn out, and the kid and, and, and encounters shadow children who 
are unfortunate victims of the lady. They relentlessly attack the kid throughout the residence. They stalk and try to kill the runaway kid, but he is able to use his flashlight to burn them. That part was really scary for me because I am not good at aiming my flashlight because I was on a switch. And when I tried to... I when I tried to aim at them it didn't work so I had to just run and hope for the best. I was just like ah! help ah! Ah! and I died a lot of times. Um the kid to the room where the lady where the lady previously was and retrieves a key. He accesses a secret room and soon finds the last the last statue and opens a door. The runaway Kim makes his way through the lady quarters until he accidentally sees the lady's true face. She notices him him in their reflection and screams. Screams. She vanishes vanishes and destroys the mirror behind her. The runaway kid has no choice but to run. He enters a maze of wooden mannequins as the lady stalks him. He runs down a steep hallway then encounters one of the rooms until he hears a previously locked door creep open. He enters He enters this now unlocked room and is near the exit, but is caught by the lady. The, the lady now has him within her grasp, and he starts floating. Black smoke emits out of him as, he, as his soul gets ripped out of... As his soul gets ripped out like the rest of the unfortunate children who tried to escape. Uh-oh. My baby. The runaway then wakes up as a gnome revealing that the gnomes are transformed children who are, who are now slaves to the moth. He, d- he goes down a shaft where he, may- where, he- where he makes his way past the guest area. Oh my god. Okay, so wait. So during um, Six's story, she, goes- she gets hungry, and there are, there are a pack of gnomes, and one of them offer- offers a sausage to her. And, um... Bitch eats the gnome. Eats the sausage, but he, but she ends up eating the gnome instead. So that's yeah. to this. Okay, moving on. It, got, it was sad, and then it got sadder. This that was relevant to this. So ready? Um. <sighs> he goes down a shaft where he makes his way past the guest area. He makes his way into a little room and looks curiously at as a sausage on the ground. He stands next to a sausage that revealing that he was the gnome that offered Six the sausage before getting eaten by her. Six eight seven. Why was Six afraid of why was wait why wait? I forgot the joke. Help. Why was Six afraid of seven? Wait. That doesn't make sense. Why was six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. But that doesn't make sense. What do you mean? Do I have to explain? Okay. Let's just move on. Oh, the runaway kid is the first playable male character. Of course he is. What do you mean? Did you just realize that? No, it said on the trivia. So I was like, wait, don't I already know this? It says the runaway kid has the same character model as Six. He does? Yeah, he does. 
Um. Whoa. Oh my God, what? Reagan. What's up? Most of the early concept art for Little Nightmares 2 features a kid wearing blue clothing. It could possibly mean the runaway kid was initially the main character of Little Nightmares 2. <gasps> Mono's Beta design? Mono's Beta design? Be- <sighs> Mono's Beta design or the runaway kid was a placeholder character before Mono was created and designed. Oh my god. Oh my, wait, imagine if, okay. How different would the ending be to the DLC? If, like, if you had the DLC still, and then... I do. No, like, say the Runaway Kid was replaced... Mona was replaced with the Runaway Kid in the second game, but you still had the DLC in the first game with the Runaway Kid. Obviously, the ending would be different. Yeah. So, I wonder what it'd be like. Um... So, so, you know how the gnomes run away from you? Like, whenever you go close to them? Yeah. What if, um, like, um, uh, the runaway kid, like, showed Six the sausage and then, like, dropped it and ran away? Maybe that would, would be what it was like? Oh, oh, wait, no, you're talking about, okay, I know what you're talking about. Um, maybe, like, he just narrowly misses the, the lady? He's just got that slim of that that luck. Yeah, Nagi Tokamaida who. <laughs> um. Anyways, I think that's it. Yeah. Is uh, it? I think so. Now. Okay. If you were to rate the game on a scale of one to ten, what would you give it? Um. I would rate it like hmm an 8. I think I would too. It is a really good game from what I've seen. Yeah. But the fact that it made me stress out from watching it would probably be really bad if I was playing it. Cuz like even just watching it made me freak out and stress. You know? Yeah, I was playing the game. How do you think I felt? I think that's it. Uh, I don't it was a really it. good game, but it was just like really hard for me because I am not a good puzzle solver. Yeah. I am not good at basically anything that has to do with puzzles. Overall, I think the second game was better. Yeah, it was way better. Um, it would it you weren't just on you weren't so in the first chapter, you know how you're in the forest, you're not just in the forest the whole game. Mm-hmm. You go to different locations, like through the pale city, and the thing is really cool. And the school and a hospital. Hospital. And the character and the monsters are really unique too. Yeah. If you want to hear about that, go watch our last episode. Yeah, we did the prequel before we did the sequel. <laughs> anyway, uh, next time, next episode, I don't know when we'll post it. It took us months to do this because <laughs> we forgot about it. We did I the think... secret prequel before we did the we did the secret prequel before we did the sequel. Yeah, 
I think next time we do an episode, I think we should do. I think we should do Danganronpa, cause like yeah, Dangan the Danganronpa series is just it's something amazing. Else. Oh yeah, we can go so on. Right. So, I think that's it. Um. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye and happy easter once again happy easter bye 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 <gasps> you scare me sorry i had to finish singing to myself okay hi i got a blanket for easter oh I'm yeah happy. happy easter everyone happy easter my parents are at work And I got a blanket. I had to do an egg hunt that took way too long. I did nothing. I'm doing nothing. <laughs> I'm sitting on my floor with my cat. Anyway, okay, so our first game review was Little Nightmares 2, but now Little Nightmares 1. Yes. You know, I was only a person would. We did the new one. We'll do the original now. <laughs> that's, that's an order, yeah. right? Yes, that makes very According much sense. According to what we said last time, we think it's a prequel, so that makes sense. Okay. Oops. I haven't I haven't played the game. I have. He has. Ah! Yep. So, but I've seen the game. I've seen it multiple times. I know the basis of it. Give a, you give us the rundown. Um. So basically, um, you're playing as six. You know how you were playing as Mono in Little Nightmares Two. You're playing as six this time. Um. So you six wakes up in like an alley in a ship. Um, well, you don't really find out it's a ship until later. Um, and and you have to escape um, by, um, like, going through the whole ship. And I think, like, and it's kind of hard for me, at least. I because- mean... I was not good at it. I I have no big brain. I have a smooth brain. Same. Okay, so you say what you wanted to say. What was I going to say? What were you going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, I think... I feel like just from me watching it, Little Nightmares, the original one, um... It seems easier than the second one. Yeah, it was but, way easier than the second, but it was still kind of hard for me because I am not really good at puzzle solving. But obviously I've played the second one multiple times, so that's pretty easy. Um, also, there's a DLC. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Broke my heart. Yeah. For real, though. Do we want to go over... um? Six's story first, or do we want to go over the DLC? Let's go. Let's go over six. Okay. 
so basically, yeah, you wake up in a suitcase. So you know, um, in Little Nightmares Two, where um, uh, where uh, six, where six, not, okay, okay. So where uh, distorted six is with her music box, and um, in that, in the suitcase, like behind her, or the one that she's sitting in. Um, the one that has the the hammer in, yeah. Uh, she wakes up in that. Yeah, it's a nice callback to the first game. Oh, well, yeah. And um, what makes um, what makes six wake up is a dream about um. Uh, she waken she wakes from she wakes up from her dream of a woman resembling a geisha yeah like she's the main antagonist has a lighter an oil lighter i'm assuming yeah oh god <laughs> let's talk about the monsters Oh, yeah. Okay. So, basically... Wait, that's the... I'm on the wiki page. Because I like reading off the wiki page. Okay, so there are a lot of... um, Monsters. And... Let me find it. (sighs) Where is it? I lost my volleyball. No, not the volleyball. Not Oikawa. Oh, that hurt. Ugh. Oh, okay. Um, so there are a lot of um monsters. But the main one uh, would be the lady, aka the what the heck my my iPad is at one percent. <gasps> anyway, anyways, so um, the main monster would probably be the lady, um, or like the the geisha lady, um, six saw in her dream. So yeah, that's like the main monster. Eek. Um, there's also the janitor. Let me find him. There he is. His name is Roger. 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 Um, he's the first antagonist of the Maw. Um and and he's also in um uh he's also in secret wait no hold on i think he's in like another game too he's in the dlc yeah yeah he's in the dlc um he appears briefly in the prison and is the main antagonist of the lair and the hideaway in the dlc He's also known as the Impossible Man for some reason. 
Oh yeah, he also appears in Very Little Nightmares. He's an Easter egg. Oh, oh yeah. Um. Uh, for when you first encounter him, the the janitor can see can be seen dragging a cage. Um. Uh, yeah, when Six is heading toward the prison. The second time, the janitor appears when Six enter- enters the children's bedroom, where she will have to hide from him. And um, when Six begins to starve for the first time, for the second time, second time, she finds a raw piece of meat in a trap, which is presumably bait for the escaped children or rats. Unfortunately, the janitor was nearby and so lured the girl into a cage and carried her into a room with many other captured children in cages. He drags one of them away. And that's when Six escapes from her cage. And also, I think the runaway kid is also in one of those cages. I think he's the one that gets dragged away. Oh, yeah, I think he is that one. He busts out of, like, the wrapping. Yeah, he does. And he bangs his head off. <laughs> Poor kid. That was sad. I'm popping bubble wrap. That's nice. Um and um when uh well she soon uh finds the janitor in a room where he is wrapping up limp kids. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, the floorboards in this area creak and trigger him. He uh, begins looking around. Six gets to the next room and turns into a and turns a crack and t- what? And turns a crank <laughs> to escape down a chute. However, uh, her escape did not go unnoticed. The janitor notices the the disappearance of Six and tries to catch her by ambushing her outside of the area where the chute ends. He chases her into an elevator. Oh, this is my favorite part. Oh, God. Um, uh, he chases her into an elevator where he closes the door behind him to prize around the room, hoping to find her. Upon hearing the gnomes, the janitor exits the elevator and hears a strange and, and enters a storage room where he hoards Toys, dolls, and other miscellaneous items. I can't believe I read that word. I'm so smart. I'm gonna be honest. Even just watching like the whole all the scenes with the janitor made me stress out just watching them. Oh yeah, my favorite part is a different part with a different elevator. Oh god. Um so yeah, um, Six distracts him with the noise of a toy monkey and climbs up the chest of drawers to enter the vents. But the janitor once more goes to the next area to search for her, entering a room where he stores grandfather clocks. These clocks ring at sp- specific intervals, de- de- deafening the janitor and allowing Six to get to the next area of his personal library. He comes here as well for an unknown reason and feeling the shelves, narrowly missing six. She gets a crank she needs to she needs to progress. 
to distract the janitor, she needs she turns on the TV, but the janitor realizes uh, she is nearby once more. He begins feeling around the ventilation for her. Um, but the noise of a rat makes him realize he missed her. He drives into a, he drives her into a laundry room. A massive door closes down on a cage and begins to crush it. The gen oh, this is my favorite part. Oh God. Um. Here, uh, the janitor pokes his arms through the gaps to find her. The protagonist notices this and pulls out several rods from the cage. And the sudden slam of the door slices the janitor's arms clean off. For a brief moment, the janitor's screams can be heard from behind the door. The janitor is never seen again after that. It it is believed that he either died of blood loss or died due to not being able to access food or water. So that was my favorite part. Yeah, that was my favorite part. Elamia, where the janitor dies. That is my favorite part. Oh yeah. Okay. So, do we want to move on to the next monster? Yes. Or yes. Monsters. Monsters. Um. Ooh, I like these. Okay. Ready. Hey, let me find them. Okay. Okay, so the twin chefs, uh, they're, well, there's more than two chefs, but we're just going to go on to the, the twin chefs. Um, <laughs> you don't have to make fun of them. Yes, you do. No, on the wiki it says the the twin chefs are a pair of obese humanoid monsters. They're not wrong, okay? Okay, but you had to come. Okay, let's just move on. Obese. Obese. Who are almost identical in appearance. Both have almost toddler-like proportions with stubby legs and thick sausage-like arms. That's a toddler. (laughs) <laughs> Why was that sentence funny to me? That's Brody as a baby. Brody as a baby. Now look at him now. Mm. Brody was a uh, baby. What? <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> he was a fat baby. Uh, with pudgy fingers. Oh yeah, <laughs> the skin of which is heavily color cup cup. Okay, for collage. For real though, my most likely from, huh? For real though, my house smells like smoke. <laughs> I don't like it. You smoke. I don't want to be. Uh, most likely from years of cooking and dishwashing. They also have, um, small but protruding ears and short greasy brown hair greasy hair (laughs) no they have greasy brown hair they still got the word greasy in there greasy hair greasy ass bitch (laughs) that's me greasy hair (laughs) (laughs) haha greasy hair Both wear tall white chef's hats 
and white uniforms with aprons splatter- splattered with blood and filth. Sounds like along with blue trousers and brown shoes. Man got the drip. They got the drip. What can I say? They got the drip. Um, the twins, I mean, the, yeah, the twin chefs are first encountered in the kitchen of the mall where they presumably prepare food for the guests. Following her escape from the blind janitor, Six spots one of the chefs in the distance as she arrives in the kitchen area for, on a meat hook. Quickly hiding from the chef, from the chef as he goes about his work, while fetching a key to the meat locker from the chef's bedroom. Um, Six inadvertently wakes up in the chef's up the chef's twin brother, but manages to hide from him as well. Um, eventually, Six arrives in the busboy area. That's a funny word. But it is um, discovered climbing a pile of dishes and hunted down. Six jumps and hangs onto a meat hook, going away from the kitchen. As a last-ditch attempt, the twins begin to throw wine bottles at Six. But their poor aim isn't enough, and Six finally escapes them. Rip, jeez. Poor aim. Sounds like me. Elevate. I'll be right back. Later as Okay, I'll keep yeah, on keep doing this. Later as Six makes her way through the guest area, one of the twins arrives in an elevator and chases her to a nearby bathroom. Which he fails to find her, he leaves in frustration. After which um she leaves the bathroom noticing the chef chopping up meat in a nearby kitchen next to the elevator. Neither of the twins are seen again at, for the remainder of the game. Um, oh yeah, the chefs are quite fast too. Uh, um, and okay, so fun fact since I played the game, um, if so, when you escape the janitors by going through a meat locker that goes away from the kitchen, um, um, if you don't like let go of the meat of the meat hook immediately, then, um, Uh, then if you let go, like, if you don't let go as soon as you, like, leave the area, then, um, when you let go of the meat, um, the janitors get you. The chefs. Yeah, they'll get you because they're really fast. So that's what happens if you don't let go too fast. That's that's what happens if you don't let go. So yeah, you'll die. Ooh. Um, there's a sound file from there's a sound file cut from the game, which which shows that initially the chefs could break Six's neck if she fell into their hands. What? Hold on, let me see this video. A creepy image. Hold on. Hold on. 
These are these are ugly noises. These are ugly noises. Ew. That's what they're like. Coughs, breeds. They breathe weird. But where is the part where they kill six? They sound like they're pooping. This is pain for me. Ew. <laughs> That's what you sound like. Why do they wheeze when they cough? That was not coughing. That was puking. Oh, there it is. Jesus. Yep, they can break her neck. It has been confirmed. That was a gruesome noise. Okay, moving on. Um, I'm gonna go over the, hmm, who else is, um, who else is a freaking, the hunter, that's in the whole the guests, oh my god, guest one, guest two, Guess three. There's a lot of them. <laughs> Harry, Megan, Piggy, Patton. What? Several dead. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, the guests appear as massively obese humanoid creatures with slumpy limbs and fat, misshapen heads, 
Their bloated figure faces appear to be almost deflated or melting, with bulging cheeks, flabby jowls, and slash or sagging neck folds. <laughs> this is funny. A lot of them wear simple button-up coats stretching tightly over their corpulent guts. How do they have to go into such detail? Oops. Um. Hold on. Um. Okay. Yeah. And some can be seen wearing dress hats or white masks, similar to Japanese kabuki masks. The the males all appear completely bald, while all the females have hair styled into neat buns. Wait, is that true? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, the guests are first encountered in the guest area of the ma. They sit at tables and shove as much food as they can get up, as they can get their hands on. <clears throat> down their own greasy gullets, including Six if they catch her. Some guests, upon spotting Six, will fling themselves from their chairs to chase her, crawling across the floor until they are physically stopped. The guests are so consumed with their hunger that they are willing to kill or die for food. Some guests will fling themselves from high ledges and try and reach Six or trample each other. <clears throat> Upon spotting Six, they will immediately stop eating and crawl after her, persistently chasing and attempting to consume her above all else. One guest at the entire table gets Six. I'm back. You're back. I finished, um, I finished the Twin Chefs. Now I am on to the guests. Wait, can you hear me? Hello. Okay. Um, that they are willing to kill or die for food. Some guests will fling themselves from high ledges and try and read. Oh, I read this. Um, one guest even tosses. Hello. Oh my God. Sir. Okay. Um, one guest even tosses an entire table to get six. Um, for the first time, guests begin to attack in one of the dining areas. What? Hold on. Sitting at a table, they will pull the six hand. The six what? To the side, if they catch it, they will immediately pull her and in, pull her into their huge mouth. When the guests fall to the floor, they begin to crawl after six. In this case, they can either... Uh, uh, they can either...
This is gross. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, my God. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Jeez. This is gross. Oh, what? You didn't know that. Hmm. All the guest voice clips. Sniffs, hiccup, and snores. <gasps> Creepy guest moans that you can hear from a distance. That's nice. Yep. Let me, hold on. A few amb- ambition eating noises. Okay, I'm done with this. Uh, okay, I am moving on. I am moving on. I am not doing this anymore. Okay. Um, there. Oh, this is only in the DLC. Wait. DLC. DLC. The eyes. The fat kid. Um, I think that's all for okay. Yeah, um, the guest, uh, the granny, the granny, um, the granny, as her name suggests, is a what the heck? My iPad just exploded. Nice. Um, okay, anyways, ah! Look at my girlfriend. Stop exploding. Names monster that resembles an old woman. Her her physique is very lanky with long bony arms, bony limbs, And her wrinkled face bears two types, sunken eyes, and a long, a wide, crooked grin, full of crooked teeth. Me. Her long, dark, gray hair is thin and sparse, with, with the top of her head completely bald. Her skin is pale and waxy, and she wears only the tattered remains of a thin, brownish-gray dress. Me. Um. Oh yeah, she's only in the DLC. Yeah, I said that already. I think. Um, the what? granny quickly remains out of view. Her indication of movement being, um, a rippling motion to the surface of the water, followed by a bubbling growl that grows louder as the granny approaches the player. Oh, well, this is... Okay, hold on. I forgot to mention this. Um, When the runaway kid descends into an open drain, he enters the depths where the granny lives. That's the um, that's the name of the chapter, the depths. Depths. Oh, my God. I can't say that right. Um, She lives... She begins to follow the boy swimming after and attempting several times to pull him under. However, when the boy almost reaches the exit from the depths... The granny becomes aggressive and destroys the deck he is standing on to force him into the water. However, the runaway kid pushes the TV into the water, electrocuting the granny. I had a lot of trouble on that part. Um, 
The granny typically remains out of view, her only indication of movement uh, being a rippling motion on the surface of the water, followed by a bubbling growl that grows louder as the granny approaches the player. Granny lives in a, s- a large hall flooded with water, which cannot be drained. Dang. Usually, <laughs> Usually she remains out of sight. Um, making yourself known as the only ripple, as only a ripple on the surface of the water, accompanied by bubbles and a gurgling growl, which becomes louder as she approaches the runaway kid. The granny cannot harm a player if he is not in the same body of water as she is. Knowing this, the player can move between floating objects or objects without fear that granny will grab him. In any case, granny can try to successfully push that break push, break, or sink objects in order to push the player back into the where she can success where she can reach him. Um, the runaway kid will not be able to escape from Granny in the water. Yeah. Granny way, the Granny is way faster than you. Fast old lady. Um, this is a theory about her. She's, her wiki is kind of short, so I'm going to read some theories. There's only one. There's only one. By the description of the depths chapter, the granny, the granny was presumably once the governess of the Maw. She may have been evicted, ending up in the sewers after being overthrown by the current governess, alas, alias the lady. The granny shares some similarities with the Karen from the game, the uh, from the game Amnesia, The Dark Descent by um, fic- fictional games, as they are both creatures restricted to the water and can be distracted by tossing body parts of as bait. If the player is too part is the whoa, if the player is too far from her, the granny will teleport towards the player. If the player's the, the granny seems to be similar to the shoe monster and the dump monster encountered in the main game and very little nightmares uh respected respected uh, what? Respectic respect Respectively, respectively. Why do I have so much trouble on respectively? Oh. <laughs> and I think that's that's it for the granny. She died. LMAO. Um. There's also a few people that were suppo- that were in Little Nightmares one, but weren't really seen. And I, uh, I think one of them is the fairy man. Hold on. Yeah, there's pictures of him. Yeah, there's pictures of him. The fairy man, or a shadow, or the shadow is an anti-villain. Whoa, really? On a fairy? On a fairy? Whoa. No, 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 no. Uh, He's an anti-villain in the in Little Nightmares. His job is to search the globe to hunt down children and bring them to the Maw. Yes, very anti-villain. Yes, very anti-villain. And he does all this on a little tiny boat. My little boat. He searches the globe on a little tiny boat searching for children. Man goes around the globe. Jeez. A tiny boat. He he appears in the 2017 Little Nightmares comic. Oh, so he's not really seen in the game. He's just there. In the comics. 
Um, there's not, though, not much is known about him currently. And to have the power shift, the power to shape shift, as he is able to disguise his sister, um, of one of the children from the comic. He does not appear to hold ill, to hold ill, to hold ill will, ill will towards the children, and perhaps, perhaps may even be trying to help them as seen when he rescues a child from the North Wind. What the heck is the North Wind? We'll never know. What the heck? Um, in the comic, the North Wind was hunting down a young child and his sister. They hide in the barn, but the North Wind found them. They began taunting the refugee boy. The refugee boy! By mocking his courage and then showing... Hold on, let me show you the refugee boy. Hold on. Uh, let me just read this real quick. Um, and then, um, and then showed a skeleton of his sister, proving that she was already dead for a long time. And the ferryman was next to the kid all this time. The ferryman rescued the boy, taking him to the ma, and left the north wind in rage. Hold on. Ah, what did I just do? Okay, the um, the refugee boy. Where is he? There he is. There he is. He has only been, a, I think he's only appeared. Uh, Little Nightmares comic series. Oh, he's an Easter egg in Very Little Nightmares. Oh. Um, he is a little tall. He is taller than six. Everyone is. <laughs> Everyone is. Has black hair. He wears a dull brown shirt and a pair of gray pants. He wear um, yeah. Sounds familiar. No, he wears a dull brown cloak with a pointy hood. Wow, we were so close. We were so close. Um, uh, I think we should just talk about um. Oh, actually, we haven't finished six yet. Hold on. Um, six. <laughs> we haven't finished six. Um, so basically, uh, after the guests, you go to um, the bedroom of um, the geisha lady. And um, basically, you have to go into her closet. Actually, you have to just... And you go into a secret room, and you pick up a mirror that is not damaged. No, no damage, no crack. Um, the rest of her mirrors are damaged because she does not like her face for some reason. Um, and the mirror, which you have to... So, okay, so basically the gist of it is that there's a circle of light. Go to circle said circle of yeah light. yeah go to go go to said circle of light and you have to hold the um mirror and the geisha lady um she will like circle around um the said circle of light and you have to kill her with the mirror and then you don't have to, like smack you don't have to like beat her with it you have to um you have to like show her her face, and then she's like, "Now," and she and then, died. And then you drain her of her power. 
And then when you go to leave the mall, there will be guests that there will be guests that will try to kill you again. But guess what happens? Six drains them of their life. LMAO. Um, and they die, and that's when Six escapes the mall. So yeah, and that's also where the game ends. Six can die for all I care. For real. Please <laughs> kill her. Um. Yeah, and that's it for six. So let's do the runaway kid, which is is the main protagonist of the DLC. His story is kind of sad. Um, the runaway kid was about was around the size of six. Uh, what the heck? What? With a similar lean build, both being scrawny and thin, he wears a blue hoodie like garment. With a collar around his neck. Really? I thought it was only around his ankle. Wait, what? I thought he had... What? Um, and a long, slate blue pants. He also has a metal cuff with a broken chain wrapped around his right ankle. He has um, short, dark brown hair with long bangs that completely cover his eyes, only revealing a tiny mouth and nose. He can. His feet and hands are bare like six. He possessed no items until finding a flashlight, which he used repeatedly throughout his adventure. It is presumed that he puts it in his pocket when not in use. Big ass pockets. And those are those must be big pockets. That's the thing. Here, here's the thing with Mono. Like he had, he, he, he had a key holder, but where did he keep all those hats? Sense. Like Man, his I- pockets. Yeah, monos actually make sense. Except for the hats, you know? Yeah. Where'd he put those? Did he wear them all at once? Like other characters in the Little Night... Um, uh, the, which, like other characters in Little Nightmares, the runaway kid does not... His personality is shown through his actions. Similar to Six, he has a strong desire to escape the maw. The kid is a proficient puzzle solver. Well, I'm not, so I slowed him down. (laughs) Repeatedly shown to crack codes and solve puzzles with perseverance. Not me. (laughs) He also is not afraid of harming others as as an act of self-defense. Shown him by electrocuting the granny with a TV. And later, he battles the Shadow Kids, burning them with his flashlight. That part was really, really hard. Just so you know, that part was extremely hard for me. You see, I'm giving the Runaway Kid a free pass on, you know, hurting people. Because, like, it's not like he killed Mona. It's not like he killed Mona. It's not like he was six and fucking ate him. <laughs> At least he didn't eat anybody. <laughs> like, like six someone. did. Like, like someone. Like someone which whose name starts with an S and ends with an X. That could go either way. And is a number. Better. <laughs> Better. Um... 
Uh, however, unlike Six, he is more than willing to work with others in order to escape. This is yes. when he reunited several gnomes. This was my favorite chapter. Um, to fuel the furnace in order to get out of the hideaway, which is the name of the second chapter. He's a team. He's a team worker. Teamwork. Uh, like Six, the runaway kid is a proficient climber and can run for substantial long periods of time. How athletic are these kids? What the heck? They're so skinny. How do they do this? How are they stronger yeah, than me? It's probably like an equivalent to them. Mono, though, like for real. Lift a whole locker off himself. Yeah, he lifted a whole locker. These kids are tough. What? No, it's not mine. Okay, I will. I will. Anyway, anyway, anyways. Um, as demonstrated in the first chapter of the Depths DLC, the runaway kid begins to escape to his escape without any object to eliminate his traces of the mob. But when he begins to follow a girl who managed to escape from the prison, he finds her lost flashlight. I'm assuming that girl died. LMAO, yeah. Uh, and the runaway kid can deflect um, light anywhere. In the chapter, the residents, with the help of a flashlight, the hero receives protection from the shadow kids by burning several of them. Depths, the hideaway, and the residents. That's the third chapter. Yeah. Okay, so the, the depths is the first. Uh, the hideaway is the second. And the residence is the third. Um, the runaway kid wakes up on the top of the elevator after being knocked down by the lady in the previous chapter. He climbs to... Wait, hold on. Hold on. What the... Um... Yeah, okay, um... This is... You know how gnomes, uh light the furnace yeah so basically um that that will help um my way kid um escape um because um, it's like an elevator or like almost uh-huh. uh, he soon finds the furnace room which numerous gnomes use at the hideout the runaway kid shines his flashlight on them the gnomes have shadows of children revealing that they are just kids the runaway kid jumps on top of an elevator, which leads to the ladies' quarters. As the elevator begins to ascend, it is revealed that the lady is there. With a slow nod, the lady pans up to look at the ceiling of the elevator, signifying that she knows the kid is there. Um, the runaway kid wakes up on top of the elevator after being knocked out by the lady in the previous chapter. He climbs to the side and swings on the elevator rope, which boosts him toward a vent. He eventually falls out into the residence. The runaway kid then sneaks past the lady into the main area. The kid is tasked, tasked with dangerous puzzles to reach the next room. He will have to grab three statues in order to be able to go towards the next area. When two of the area, when two of the um, statues are put in place, the what the the lights turn out and the kid and, and, and encounters shadow children who 
are unfortunate victims of the lady. They relentlessly attack the kid throughout the residence. They stalk and try to kill the runaway kid, but he is able to use his flashlight to burn them. That part was really scary for me because I am not good at aiming my flashlight because I was on a switch. And when I tried to... I, when I tried to aim at them, it didn't work, so I had to just run and hope for the best. I was just like, ah, help! Ah, ah! And I died a lot of times. Um, the kid to the room where the lady where the lady previously was and retrieves a key. He accesses a secret room and soon finds the last the last statue and opens a door. The runaway Kim makes his way through the lady quarters until he accidentally sees the lady's true face. She oh. notices him, she notices him in their reflection is, and screams. Screams. That's she vanishes. She vanishes and destroys the mirror behind her. The runaway kid has no choice but to run. He enters a maze of wooden mannequins as the lady stalks him. He runs down a steep hallway, then encounters one of the rooms until he hears a previously locked door creep open. He enters He enters this now unlocked room and is near the exit, but is caught by the lady. The, the lady now has him within her grasp, and he starts floating. Black smoke emits out of him as he as his soul gets ripped out of as his soul gets ripped out like the rest of the unfortunate children who tried to escape. Uh-oh. My baby. The runaway then wakes up as a gnome, revealing that the gnomes are transformed children who are who are now slaves to the moth. He d- he goes down a shaft where he may where he where he makes his way past the guest <laughs> area. Oh my god. Okay, so wait. So during um Six's story, she goes she gets hungry and there are there are a pack of gnomes and one of them offer, offers a sausage to her. And um she eats the sausage, but he but she ends up eating the a gnome instead. So that's yeah. to this. Okay, moving on. It, got, it was sad and then it got sadder. This that was relevant to this. So ready? Um <sighs> He goes down a shaft where he makes his way past the guest area. He makes his way into a little room and looks curiously at a, as a sausage on the ground. He stands next to a sausage, that revealing that he was the gnome that offered Six the sausage before getting eaten by her. Six eight seven. Why was Six afraid of? Why was wait? Why wait? I forgot the joke. <laughs> Help. Why was six afraid of seven? Wait. That doesn't make sense. Why was six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. But that doesn't make sense. What do you mean? Do I have to explain? Okay. Let's just move on. Oh, the runaway kid is the first playable male character. Of course he is! What do you mean? Did you just realize that? No, it said on the trivia. So I was like, wait, don't I already know this? It says the runaway kid has the same character model as Six. He does? Yeah, he does. 
Um. Whoa. Oh my God, what? Reagan. What's up? Most of the early concept art for Little Nightmares 2 features a kid wearing blue clothing. It could possibly mean the runaway kid was initially the main character of Little Nightmares 2. <gasps> Mono's Beta design? Mono's Beta 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 uh, <laughs> Mono's Beta design or the runaway kid was a placeholder character before Mono was created and designed. Oh my god. Oh my wait, imagine if okay. How different would the ending be to the DLC? If, like, if you had the DLC still, and then... I do. No, like, say the Runaway Kid was replaced... Mona was replaced with the Runaway Kid in the second game, but you still had the DLC in the first game with the Runaway Kid. Obviously, the ending would be different. Yeah. So, I wonder what it'd be like. Um... So, so, you know how the gnomes run away from you? Like, whenever you go close to them? Yeah. What if, um, like, um, uh, the runaway kid, like, showed Six the sausage and then, like, dropped it and ran away? Maybe that would, would be what it was like? Oh, oh, wait, no, you're talking about, okay, I know what you're talking about. Um, maybe, like, he just narrowly misses the, the lady? He's just got that slim of that that luck. Yeah, Nagi Tokumaida who. <laughs> um. Anyways, I think that's it. Yeah. Is uh, it? I think so. Now. Okay. If you were to rate the game on a scale of one to ten, what would you give it? Um. I would rate it like. Hmm. An eight. I think I would too. It is a really good game from what I've seen. Yeah. But the fact that it made me stress out from watching it would probably be really bad if I was playing it. Because, like, even just watching it made me freak out and stress. You know? Yeah, I was playing the game. How do you think I felt? I think that's it. Uh, I don't it was think a really it. good game, but it was just, like, really hard for me because I am not a good puzzle solver. Yeah. I am not good at basically anything that has to do with puzzles. Overall, I think the second game was better. Yeah, it was way better. Um, it would it you weren't just on you weren't so in the first chapter you know how you're in the forest you're not just in the forest the whole game. Mhm. You go to different locations like through the pale city and the thing is really cool. And the school and a hospital. Hospital. And the character and the monsters are really unique too. Yeah. If you want to hear about that, go watch our last episode. Yeah, we did the prequel before we did the sequel. <laughs> anyway, uh, next time, next episode, I don't know when we'll post it. It took us months to do this because <laughs> we forgot about it. We I did think... the secret prequel before we did the we did the secret prequel before we did the sequel. Yeah, I think next time we do an episode, 
I think we should do. I think we should do Danganronpa, cause like yeah, Dangan the Danganronpa series is just it's something amazing. Else. Oh yeah, we can go on. So, I think that's it. Um. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye and happy Easter once again. Happy Easter. Bye-bye. Bye.